Up next on the Mar Army Rock Show, we're glad to welcome back Rick Rule, the vocalist of Every Mother's Nightmare. Now, they're a Memphis, Tennessee band with a new album out called, well, out on October 23rd, actually, called Resurrect the Faithful. Rick, welcome back to the show. Hey, man. Good to talk to you. Yeah, man, it's been a little while, and I was just reminiscing off air there. Last time I talked to you was on a beautiful beach, and uh, I don't know where it was, somewhere in Florida. <laughs> but anyway, good, good to have you back. So um, Good to be back. Hey, so for those that don't know like the whole history of the band, uh, you know, it's been around for a long time. Can you just kind of catch people up a little bit on who the current lineup is and, and what the band looks like these days? Well, okay, the current, well, I'm, I'm the uh, I'm the original member still here um, uh, on bass. We have Troy Fleming um, uh, on guitar, uh, John Gunnery on other guitar, uh, Travis Butler, and uh, our newest member is uh, our long-lost brother, Alan Bone, on the drums. Uh, uh, the, the, uh, the new lineup is, uh, I don't know, it's just very special. It's, uh, it's hard to find a, um, a group of guys you gel with. It's the, the, this uh, you know have chemistry with and I've lucked out a couple of times and uh, this uh, this lineup here is the uh, best record I've ever done uh, um, I just like it you know it's just, just uh, it's a beautiful thing <laughs> for somebody in <laughs> well, let's talk about a couple of the tunes. Now, the first one, uh, this one's actually out. People can pick it up on digital outlets now. It's the song Getaway. So um, let's talk about that one a little bit. My first question is, was it tough to pick the first one to come out? Well, it, not necessarily for this song because uh, this is, um, I was calling it a, it's pretty much, a, I guess, a transition song. This is the last song uh, the, that I wrote with some of the guys in the former bands and it's just one of those songs that kind of uh, every time we would go to do a record or a recording uh, it's always in the set it was always there even though it was, wasn't never on a record and it just always hung around and uh, you know it was like uh, it's the, like the last of the the old uh, the way we were writing and everything the way everything was coming together so uh, uh, I just kind of used it for that because all the new songs that I've written with this band uh, you know the writing's a little different we came out this album uh, uh, with a little uh, you know just a little different uh, on everything we just tried to come in with the punches the the way the songs were arranged and everything just a little bit different but you know that song I always knew it was going to be the first one because it was the uh, I guess it's the uh, the last of a last of a, a breed maybe if you want to say it. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, I like the way you did that. You made it a bridge from, you know, and, and, so, and even the title, you know, Getaway. So that's pretty cool that it went from the old to the new, and, and I like that. Now, um, so another song that folks want to hear now, even though I mentioned the record's not out to October 23rd, but they can hear right now um, is Breathe. And uh, that's a cool one. I was watching the music video today. Tell me a little bit about the making of that video. The, the, oh, the making of the video, man, we tried to, we were looking, looking for places to do it, and um uh, this, uh, this place down here where I, where I do some work at, uh, they got a big old paint shop in there. So, uh, and it's got all kind of graffiti on the wall. And I just kind of thought it would be neat uh, to go in there. It's just a big white room with lights in it. And, uh, you know, we just kind of threw it together. And then we uh, we had some guys down here in Memphis shoot it. And then we sent it to my friend Gene Hadley, uh, 
to edit it and uh man it just came out really good uh we we were fighting back and forth with the video of how we wanted it to look and uh it was like four days before it was supposed to come out and we were still we were still cutting <laughs> and editing on it and uh like i said i sent it to my friend gene hadley and overnight he sent us back one and uh, it just fell into place uh it's kind of like the whole record is it's, it all just kind of fell into place we uh you know just really fought for what we wanted and uh it's kind of every, everything we've done so far as far as the video and, and the brief song uh, it was probably the last song we recorded last song we wrote uh, uh, it just uh, you know like I said it just, it just one of those things where it was you didn't know if it was going to happen and at the last minute everything just kind of fell into place and uh, you know we got a hundred and I think 164,000 views uh, in two or three days when we, we put it on uh, you know YouTube last week so uh, very now, we're going to spin that one for people tonight, and as you said, they can watch it on YouTube as well. Now, I'm curious a little bit about the lyrics in that song. I, I'm assuming, maybe maybe I shouldn't assume you were the lyricist. I assumed you were. And uh, lyrically speaking, it's kind of interesting. Is it is it about you? And I, I thought the, song, the one lyric, 13's my lucky number, and that's all I'm going to give away, was kind of interesting, and maybe that's all you're going to give away. I don't know. <laughs> Well, you know, it's kind of, um, we were doing, when we were uh, doing the video treatment for the first video, I kind of realized um, the song is, a, it's sort of about me, but I guess it's sort of about everybody's got stuff, uh, especially today, you know, what's the way things are today, everybody's got stuff on their shoulders and, you know, it's a, it's not really a trying to get your breath, it's just there's always something on you that's, uh, you know, makes it hard to breathe and uh, you just, everybody kind of looks uh, these days, anyway, you're kind of looking for a, you know, just just a just a minute to just be yourself and do what you used to do and uh, and take a big old deep breath and don't worry about all the crap that's going on. Yeah, man. Well, that's a good message right now. So a good tune to listen to for that, I'm sure. As the, uh, I used me a little bit as the uh, as the whipping post on there, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded personal when you just listened to it. You just had a feel to it, but. Hey, on the, t on the record, man, down towards the end, we hear a, a re-recorded version of Love Can Make You Blind. Now, that's, that's pretty cool. That thing's, I think, like 21 years old. Tell us about the, the new version of that tune and the decision to put that on the record. Um, actually, Alan Bone, was, was, he had talked about it uh, when we were recording, but, um, you know, I really never thought about it. Uh, for a long time, uh, I really dis disliked that song because I played it so much. <laughs> You know, back in the day, you had to have that kind of song to even get a deal or get radio play or anything like that. So uh, I was kind of down on it, but, you know, getting older and uh, smarter, maybe. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that song, uh, it took me from living in a 10 by 20 store all unit to getting to go all over the, you know, all over the country, all over the world. Um, I got to see a lot of things. Uh, so basically, um, you know, when we got our first record deal, we really didn't know what we were we were doing. We we played thirteen shows. The next thing we know, we're in a million dollar studio recording a record. And um, when I started thinking about it, uh, I asked the guys in the band if they cared if uh, since we had time in the studio to to do a version because you know this band we took all of the songs that we you know that we still play off all the old records uh, live. We kind of revamped them and brought them up to date. And you know this is a different band, so it's everything's going to be a little bit different. But we've been playing love for a, a while now, and uh, 
it just uh, you know, it's kind of morphed into its own little thing, and this band it sounded a little different. And I kind of wanted to do it for me, and I kind of wanted to do it for the fans, you know, that uh, that have been following us forever. And uh, this is just kind of it wasn't trying to trying to grab nothing from the past. We just wanted to do this band's rendition of this song, and we wanted to do a good version, and we wanted to make it, uh, you know, just a, we changed a couple of things on it just. Uh, just because uh, it just felt right, you know, everything uh, just brought it up to date a little bit. But uh, I think mainly we just, you know, I just wanted to do it for the fans that have been there for so long. You know, the first record, I wasn't really happy with their recording. And in this business, you don't get to do that very often. And Bill had, gave me the opportunity in the studio to have time to do things like that. So uh, I just wanted to do it, you know. Just so, to get out of my system. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, you know, I know in the past you've had some guest appearances from two of my favorites, man, from Zach Myers and from Swinney from Saliva, man. Is there anybody, uh, any guest appearances on any of these tunes that we don't know about, or is this one all you guys? Uh, this is all us, man. We uh, we uh, we just kind of jumped in. We, we lucked out. You know, we had uh, Mr. Jim Dandy joined us on the, uh, on the last record, too, and, uh, you know, uh, Sweeney and, and Zach are, you know, they're two incredible guitar players, and they're right here in Memphis where I live, and I've known those guys forever. I've known Zach since he was like nine, I think. So, um, you know, they're just good guys. Uh, it took me a long time to get my stuff back together. You know, I, I, I went down the, the wrong side of the road for a little bit, and uh, I had to get my, my ducks in a row, but they were gracious enough when they seen me get my stuff together and get my band back together and everything happened. Uh, you know, they, uh, everybody was, you know, I'd asked Zach to do it and I talked to a couple other people and, uh, I seen Sweeney one night out at a, out of this little bar we used to hang out with. And he goes, man, how come I'm not playing on here? And, uh, I said, come on. And, uh, you know, just incredible guitar players, incredible guys. Uh, they're good friends. You know, they, uh, they didn't have to do that. They didn't, no money or nothing. They just said, "Man, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll help you." So, uh, good guys, love them. So, um, hey, there's a documentary floating around about you guys out there. Why don't you tell people a little bit about that? The documentary is called uh, "Here's to the Ones," and basically, I was scared. Bill wanted to do this. Bill from the record level, he wanted to do a documentary, and uh, you know, I've grown up. I've grown up seeing uh, all these. Uh, documentaries that are hours long hour and a half you know or and i, I just said man I'll, I'll, I'll do one but i just want it to be this documentary i want it to be current i want it to be kind of what we're doing now and i don't want an hour and a half you know cause there's only so much you can watch somebody do solos and and stupid stuff in the studio because <laughs> basically we're all idiots you know we're just running around doing crazy stuff but um you know, we just made it. It's like 30, 30 40 minutes long. It's um, kind of gives a little insight to the band, the new band, and uh, it really shows how much we are. We're really just uh, these guys. These are my my four brothers, and uh, it just kind of shows that and shows the process of writing and recording a little bit because we did a we did a whole lot of uh, writing in the studio. We had two songs that were. We had the main pieces we wanted, but we just never could get it together until we got with uh, my favorite for producer right now is uh, Dave Cal, and he did this record for us. And uh, you know, we showed him the pieces, and he uh, uh, on here, and, and he kind of helped us uh, 
floated out. He put his producer hat on, and uh, so uh, the, basically, uh, the here's the one thing is, is it's just really a, a now, a here and now documentary of what we're doing, where we're at, and uh, man, it's it's really pretty cool. When I seen it for the first time, I was kind of floored by it because I, you know, I've seen a lot of bad ones, and I've seen ones that are just. <laughs> that, put you to bed you know so uh, uh, you know it shows that we're idiots and it shows that we're we're somewhat maybe talented on something <laughs> but it's uh no it turned out really good man we really like it so uh the world of live rock and roll live shows are slowly coming back uh can we look for any live dates in the near future from you guys do you think yeah, we're uh, we've we've been picking up uh, dates here and there slowly but surely. Uh, we're trying to do a um, a little bitty run with a if we're going to call it like a little screening tour. We're going to go out and do a, uh, go out and do a, a couple of cities and do a, you know show the documentary, uh, do an album listening party, listen to the record, and then we'll probably get up and play the record and play some you know just jam for a little bit, have a good time, hang out with people, and and uh, you know. We do all this, man. Anybody that's in this business and don't think uh, the fans are the biggest part of this is uh, is foolish, you know. So we're trying to do as much stuff we can do for the fans and get them involved in it and just uh, go hang out and talk to people and, and uh, show how crazy, show how much idiots we are, really. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you guys, uh, you know, I guess would say made the biggest splash, you know, back in the day, what what was your most successful tour for the band? And and then my second part is, what was your favorite? What tour was the most fun? And they may not be the same. Uh, I tell you, the most fun. Uh, we went out with a band called uh, Circus of Power, and uh, just a great rock band. Guitar player was incredible. Slide player, uh, that was just fun because it was just, uh, you know, it was just two bands and it was uh, they were they were no frills, you know. They were like, we like it. You all bring girls. <laughs> so, um, but I, I, I guess my my favorite thing I did back in the day was probably playing with Cheap Trick and you know we played with everybody, but those guys were just uh, they were you know outstanding to us, treated us great. Um, gave us you know staged anything we wanted they were just very cool so that would have to be my my high points and getting to talk to alice cooper was pretty cool too <laughs> yeah man you'd have to think that would be a good one as an outsider man i would have to think that was a good time right. so um hey so where do you want folks to go to follow everything you guys go on uh, facebook a website where do you want to direct people to to be able to you know pick up and catch everything you guys got going on well, the best place to find anything on us is emnrocks.com, uh, or you can go to, um, you know, have all, uh, have all music, and uh, you can find or get or uh, need need to know information is there. <laughs> Sounds good, man. As we mentioned, the release comes out October 23rd. Uh, there's a couple songs we can spin for you guys tonight that are out now. Getaways out there, Breeze out there, and uh, I encourage folks to pre-order that thing and uh, wait because the rest of it's going to be real good for you. So, uh, Rick Rule, man, from Tennessee, uh, Every Mother's Nightmare. Thanks so much for being here on the show tonight, man. Yes, sir, man. Thanks for having me.